We got a good one coming this Friday, May the 28th, when the Blue Jays take on the Indians. I'm Allie Burns from Picks and Parlays, and I've got Cam Ross with me today. What's going on, Mr. Ross? Nothing much. You know, uh, running through these playoffs, hockey, NBA as well, a couple of NBA games tonight, one on now. But we're going to talk about a little bit of baseball tonight, first off. Let's talk some baseball. Yes, indeed. So Blue Jays coming off of a doubleheader against the Yankees. Um, Indians are at home starting their rookie, Eli Morgan. What do you got going on with this one? Yeah, you know, Eli, he's done well coming up uh, in the minors and everything like that. You know, that's why he's getting a call up here. This is a tough spot. The Blue Jays are the fifth-ranked scoring offense in the league, posting the third-most hits in the league. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is tearing the cover off the ball. I just think this is too tough of a spot for this rookie against this potent lineup. And Ryu, you know, he's been great on the year, 4-2, and 2-5-3 ERA. I don't think he'll have too much trouble against this Indians lineup. The Indians are pretty good, but even if the Indians were to rough him up a little bit, hang a couple of runs here and there, I just think the Blue Jays' offense is going to be the difference. I think they're going to get to the rookie early. I think they're going to put pressure on the Indians' pin, and I just think the Blue Jays' lineup is going to be too much. I think this is going to be a Blue Jays' Blue Jays win for sure. Okay, so Blue Jays are at a minus 157. It's a little bit juicy there. Maybe we could look at a total also. I'm seeing it at eight, eight and a half. What do you think about this one? Yeah, you know uh, – the Blue Jays themselves, they're scoring over five runs a game. Like I said, you know, they're the fifth-ranked scoring offense in the league. Rookies making their debut. You know, he's going to see home run leader, guy leading the home run right now. But he's also going to see a lot of guys with uh, major league lineage, you know, Bichette, uh, Vladdy, all of them. You know, it's going to be it's gonna be a big spot for him, even in his home crowd. I think the Blue Jays are going to hang runs in this game i think the blue jays are probably going to score six or seven runs at least and i would bet ryu will come out they'll pull him the indians will probably get a couple i i would go over in this game because i think the blue jays offense is going to uh really rough up this rookie all right well i am seeing some eight and a halfs out there so if you see it at eight definitely take that over because it could be on its way up also, we're going with the Blue Jays, minus the 157. The NBA playoffs continue when the LA Clippers make their way over to the Dallas Mavericks. Mavs are up 2-0 in the series, so this is going to be a good one. Clippers are minus two on the road at the Mavericks. I was a little surprised at that because the Mavericks have played really well at home all season long. And we've got a total of 219 and a half. A lot of people are saying the Clippers are toast in this one. What are you thinking, Cam? Yeah, you know, the Clippers, uh, the last two years, they've come into the season as potential finals winners, you know, chip winners. You know, they've third or fourth best odds to win, win it all coming into the season. They've just laid an egg the uh, the first two games of the season, and they act, or the, of the playoffs, excuse me, and they actually somewhat tanked there at the end of the regular season to try to move around in the seating. Didn't want to, didn't really want to see the Warriors, didn't really want to see the Grizzlies, but uh, it's backfired. You know, Luca's playing out of his mind. He's yelling, he's talking, he's playing great. Even with that, I'm actually going to take the road team here, the Clippers, because to me, if they lose this one, it's over. I think Kawhi is going to have a big game. I think Paul George is finally going to tap into that playoff P that he's been trying to find. This may be the only one they win due to how they played, but the Clippers have to win here, or to me, it's over. So I am going to actually take the Clippers 
to cover this bucket. And for people who are, don't want to risk it, you can sprinkle the money line. It's not going to be too high, but I do think the Clippers yeah. are going to cover this bucket. Yeah, that's a good call. Maybe the uh, maybe the money line might be the way to go there if you're looking towards the Clippers. That way, that one point, you know, win by one isn't yeah. going to get you. Um, all yeah. right, so that is your free pick for the NBA playoffs from Cam Ross. We're rolling with the Clippers minus two or on the money. Hey guys, just a reminder, don't forget to use our promo code podcast. It'll save you 20% off of all packages or subscriptions. I got a two team parlay for you. We're talking major league baseball and I've got Tim Michael with me today. How's it going, Tim? It's going great, Allie. You know what? We're in the playoff season for everything else. Ball's just rolling great. We, you know what? We're just we're just doing good. We're doing good right now. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Just, you know, just chilling, just making some money. No big deal. It's what we do here at Picks and Parlays. <laughs> All right, so you're going to give us a two-teamer today. First, we're going to talk about the Braves at the Mets. I'm showing the Braves out of 145. And then we're talking the Marlins at the Red Sox. Sox are the favorite there, minus a 160. Uh, so tell me about these. Let's start with the Braves at the Mets. Oh, and the total six and a half. <laughs> what do we got going on? So, Allie, like you mentioned, we're ready to roll here on Friday. Instead of taking two sides in this one this week, we're going to go with two totals. Uh, so it's, like you mentioned, it's the Braves and the Mets in the first one. We've got Ian Anderson versus uh, Tywon Walker starting. And then in the second, we've got the Marlins at the Red Sox with Cody Petit against Martin Perez. And in both of these games, Allie, I'm going to suggest a play on the under. As you know, both of these unders have to hit to win the wager in this parlay, but when they do, the payout is significant. So that's why we call it picks and parlays. So in this first game, we have Anderson against Walker. Anderson is four and one with a 2.82 ERA, and he has a sharp 53 to 21 strikeout to walk ratio over 51 innings. And he's been better on the road than at home going two and one with a 2.55 ERA on the road. Anderson has been a bright spot in this Braves rotation, and there's no reason not to think he can't keep that rolling here against this poor Mets offense. Now his counterpart, Tywan Walker, who is 3-1 with a 2.05 ERA and who comes off of the 10-day injured list due to some tightness in his left side. Now I think the extra couple days off works in Walker's favor, whose injury wasn't serious at all. Also note that he's 2-0 with a 1.49 ERA at home so far. And so that's my call here in this first game. We're going to go with the under between Anderson and Walker. And then we've got the second game. It's Cody Petit, like I mentioned before, the Marlins against Martin Perez of the Sox. And so, you know, Allie, it was the recent form of these pitchers which had me take the under in each game. And that's the case here in the second. As Petit is 2-0 with a 1 point, sorry, a 1.06 ERA, so far this year with the Marlins, most recently allowing three hits and striking out four over seven scoreless innings in a victory over the Mets. Over 17 innings, Poteet has a sharp 13 to two strikeout to walk ratio. Now Boston, they counter with the veteran Perez, who comes in off of a great win over the Phillies, allowing three runs over seven innings and striking out six. Now Perez has allowed two or fewer runs in six straight outings, and Ali, I don't think there's any reason not to think that he can't keep the good times rolling here again here against this on again off again Marlins offense so hey you guys are here for my free pick and that's going to be my two uh, game major league baseball parlay on Friday night I'm rolling with the two totals I'm taking the under in the Braves and the Mets and the under in the Marlins and Red Sox 
go low in this. I like this. You know, I was doing some research on these games, and one thing that stood out for me that I really liked was the Red Sox under in the first five. So just a little straight bet. I'll chuck that one your way, too. I will probably be on the Red Sox under in the first five on Friday, and I will definitely be on your two-team parlay. It's game seven for the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. So I'm looking forward to this one. I'm glad to have the Knights back on our home ice here. I'm showing them as the favorite, minus 155, and we got a total of five and a half. So tell me what I want to hear, Tim. <laughs> Who do we take? Well, Allie, you know most of the time I play games which are pretty much even or underdogs, but... Every now and then, when I feel like a favorite should be an even bigger favorite than what the line is set up in a matchup, then of course, I have no issues with laying a steeper price either. Now, this has been an awesome back and forth series. A little bit heartbreaking, like you mentioned, for uh, you, you Knights fans. But you know what? The Wild did have to win two in a row to stave off elimination. But I think the home ice will matter here in Game 7. And so with my suggestion for this pick, will be to hurry and get down on the Golden Knights as fast as you can before the money line moves any higher. I'd even suggest laying a little on the puck line, meaning that Vegas, as you know, has to win by two goals to win the wager, but in return, you know, you'll get a big plus money return back on that. So Vegas has the advantage here. It's hard to beat a team three times in a row. And the Wild absolutely have to be gassed after two such emotional efforts. Now, also note, Minnesota was vastly better at home than on the road, going 22-7-2 at home, but only 16-12-2-1 on the road. Well, Vegas, they were 22-6-1-2 at home. Now, look, Minnesota has defied the odds in this series to push this to Game 7, but I think the wild luck is going to finally run out here. Vegas still has the better numbers. It averages 3.39 goals per game, which is ranked third, while also allowing 2.18, which ranks first. Minnesota, while they average 3.21 goals per game, while conceding 2.84, which ranks 15th. So as I said off the top here, Ali, this is in the upper price range that I'd ever recommend. But I do think it's warranted here in Game 7. I, and I definitely sprinkle a little on the, puck, on the puck line as well, as I think Vegas will indeed bounce back and win big in Game 7. Take Vegas. So if I, what the other part I was looking at is the total. So we're at five and a half here. I mean, I saw the four to two game. I saw the three to nothing. Game. It's kind of been up and down. So I know game seven in the playoffs, it feels like what? Over, under? I'm not sure. What do we do? I knew you were going to hit me up on a total. And if, if going with a total to correlate along with my, with my pick on the Knights, I believe they're going to shut down Minnesota here after getting shut down themselves in game six. I mean, this is the number one defense in the league. And in this all-important game seven, you typically see teams batting it down and tighten things up. So, hey, I say it's the Knights defense, which is going to be the difference maker in this one. Take the under. Go low. All right. That's what I was kind of feeling, too. Like, right? It's That's what we hear about game seven playoff hockey. It's defense, defense. So, okay. We're taking it under the five and a half goals. We're going to sprinkle the Knights on the puck line at plus 160. And then the true play here, the free pick, is take the Vegas Golden Knights 